0: Matt Schaff and Jared Smollett here to get you ready for the week four main slate on DraftKings. Before we get to those picks, though, Jared, how did week three treat you on
1: DFS? Yeah, that uh, Studs and Duds cash team I built was awesome because, you know, it had Jefferson and Tyreek, and then the, the quote-unquote Duds were Tank Dow and Adam Thielen, who just both went okay. off. So it was a good week for me in cash. Um, tournaments, I did not have any Raheem Mostert. And it was, you know, no no, Mostert, no cash in tournaments.
0: Yeah, my sleeper drafts, I did have lots of Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen going, had a little bit of Raheem Mostert going. So it was a very good week there. I'm looking forward to drafting some more teams, but we're going to get people ready to play on Draft Kings now. We'll be pulling info from the lineup generator. We're going to start at quarterback. We're six of our top eight in DK dollars per point in the rankings in the lineup generator. All carry sub 6K salaries, but. Mixed in with those guys are Kirk Cousins and Justin Herbert, each of them over 7K in DK salary. Each of those guys among our top three in dollars per point. Jared, where are you looking for your cash game quarterback?
1: Yeah, I'm leaning towards paying down and going with Russell Wilson. Um, I, I do think you can make nice cash lineups with Justin Herbert. He, he'd be the, the pay up guy for me. I'd rather just pay the extra 700 and get Herbert over Kirk Cousins. But um, I, I want to fit in a high-priced running back and a high-priced wideout. So I'm going to pay down for Russell Wilson who really has has been pretty solid this year. I mean, he's averaging 21.4 drafting his points per game. He's 10th in Pro Football Focus passing grade. So, it's you know, it's been a solid bounce back so far for Russell Wilson after, you know, a, a disappointing 2022. And then he gets this Bears matchup. Um, you know, Chicago 21st in adjusted fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks despite facing the 12th fewest pass attempts so far. They're 31st in pass defense DVOA. And the Broncos have a 25-point implied total, probably about the highest we'll see them all season at 7th highest. Just a good spot for Wilson, um, especially at this price tag. Are you playing any Denver pass catchers with him in that lineup? Not in cash. Cortland Sutton was close to making it. I think he's, you know, probably one of the top five cash plays on the slate. Not quite going to get in there for me, but I I think Sutton's definitely viable. And, you know,
0: you could just say I would pay up for Justin Herbert over Kirk Cousins because I hate Kirk Cousins. Uh, You know, just (laughs) honest with people.
1: Tournament quarterback, would you like? I'm going to take a shot on Joe Burrow. You know, we talked about him on yesterday's preview pod, how he's, you know, still not the comfiest season-long play. But I think DFS tournaments is the exact place to just take a shot on just his upside as a player and just his upside in this matchup against Tennessee, who, you know, the Titans remain the biggest pass funnel defense in the NFL through three weeks this season. They're 26th in pass defense DVOA their third in run defense defense DVOA, which is really what we've seen from them the past few seasons and Burrow, you know, through 49 times last week, he avoided a setback with that calf. He's been a full participant in practice both days so far this week and coming in at just 4% projected ownership. So you kind of want to get ahead of it and, you know, play Burrow before he has that breakout game. I definitely think there's a a chance it happens this week.
0: That might be the best thing about DFS is you're like, I'm really feeling this guy this week. You don't have to stake your season-long team on it. You can say, all right, I'm going to do one single entry tournament lineup with Joe Burrow, uh, Jamar Chase, or T. Higgins, whatever you want to put with them. You know, toss it there, and if it doesn't work, you've lost whatever dollars you put down on that particular team. Who are you pairing with Joe Burrow in this lineup?
1: Yeah, so Jamar Chase is the value play here, T Higgins. And I yeah, I have him as my favorite tournament play when we get to wide receiver. So I, we can talk more about him then. but I, I think T Higgins is like the ultimate perfect tournament play this week. So I think um, you definitely can double stack Burrow with both those wideouts. Um, and if I have to pick one for tournaments, I'm, I'm probably going T Higgins for the savings and, and the ownership break.
0: Yeah. And we'll talk more about him when we get to wide receiver. Of course, you can see all of these values in the lineup generator on draft sharks.com. It'll give you lots of other info as well. Uh, We've got ceiling projections for all the players so you can gauge the highest upside on guys like Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. So, you know, you're not only seeing the mean projection, but what they could do if things break right in a matchup such as Tennessee. We've got projected rostered rate for these contests as well. So you can see, you know, what is expected as far as how much of the field is playing a certain guy, which You know, shouldn't always drive your decisions, but it certainly can factor in, especially for tournament lineups. Jared, let's move on to running back. Kyron Williams costs $200 more than Miles Sanders and Alexander Madison. He's $500 more than Javante Williams. He's exactly the same price as new top dog Zach Moss. He leads our DK dollars per point, also leads the position in projected ownership is Kyron Williams. What are you doing
1: with the Rams running back on DraftKings this week? I'm definitely playing him in cash. I think he's he should be the first running back in your cash lineup. We don't really care about ownership in cash games. Just the, the role Kyron Williams is playing. He's played 99% of the Rams' offensive snaps over the past two weeks. He has 24 carries, 17 targets over those games. He's second among all running backs in expected. PPR points behind only Tony Pollard, who is what I think $1,800 more expensive matchups fine for Kyron Williams against, against the Colts. So I think he he's the guy that should be first in your cash line. then I, I am playing Christian McCaffrey in cash at ninety two hundred bucks, he's, you know, he's one of the reasons I'm paying down a quarterback so I can fit McCaffrey in, you know, Massive implied total at home for the Cardinals. The Niners wide receivers are all banged up, so that could even mean you know, you know, mean more of a focus on McCaffrey in, in this game plan. So I think he, he's McCaffrey's scary to not have in your cash lineup.
0: Kyron Williams, Christian McCaffrey. You can just insert the Spider-Man meme pointing at each other
1: right here. Uh <laughs> tournament at running back. What are you playing? I like James Cook for tournaments. The Bills offense isn't gonna sneak by anyone, but I do think. I think the passing game is going to be more popular. Miami's kind of looking like a run funnel defense so far. If you look at DVOA, they're 12th against the pass, they're 26th against the run. They're also 20th in pass rate over expected against. So, you know, teams are are running a bit more than you'd expect on miami i remember go back to that week one game against the chargers who you know since have been super pass heavy but in that game they went run heavy against miami so cook is not getting the goal line work which sucks but he's getting everything else i mean he's 15th among all running backs and carries he's ninth among running backs in targets and despite not getting the goal line work he's still 14th among running backs in expected fantasy points so i think cook's a good way to get a piece of that bill's offense you know in, in the week's highest over under pretty easily at 54 points. The Bills have the second highest implied total on the slate, but I think, you know, James Cook's probably going to come in with single digit ownership.
0: He concerns me a little bit as a DFS tournament play just because of no touchdowns and, you know, a decent receiving role, but it's uh, just under 12% target share. He's got 10 catches through three games. I just, I wonder How much upside he has if he really has the kind of difference-making upside that we can find in other running backs?
1: Yeah, I mean he's going to have to score from distance, right? But that's that to me that's the argument against him. The target share twelve percent on a pass-heavy. Team is good enough. Again, he's ninth among running backs in total targets through three weeks. So it's it's the touchdowns are the argument against them. But who's to say he can't you know score a, a twenty yarder this weekend?
0: Are you game stacking somebody with James
1: Cook from that one? I like Jalen Waddle as a as a you know maybe sneakier play on the Dolphins side. I mean you know Tyreek Hill is an awesome play, but he, he's expensive. He's going to be popular. We've seen Waddle have the big games. He's been a full practice participant all week, so he's going to be back from that concussion. I think I think Waddle's an interesting piece from that Dolphins offense.
0: We saw him have a big game on, what, three catches against Buffalo last year? So we certainly yeah. know he has the speed to do whatever he feels like and whatever they um, feel like letting him do. Wide receiver, you know, we talked a little bit about Justin Herbert at quarterback. Two of his wideouts lead our DK dollars per point rankings at this position. Neither of them is King, Keenan, Allen. It's Quentin Johnston at 3,700, Josh
1: Palmer at 4K. Is either of those guys factoring into your DK cash plans? Um, th- they're not going to make my lineup. That's just, you know, because when you actually sit down to make a lineup, like salary matters. And just because a guy pops at the top of our value doesn't mean, he's going to make it in for you. I do think Quentin Johnston and Josh Palmer are, are, are fine cash plays. I do prefer Palmer. I just think he's a better bet to be on the field more than Quentin Johnston in this game. But I am going to the top dog in Los Angeles and playing Keenan Allen at 7,900 bucks, which is just still too cheap for, the role he's already played, I mean, he has 39 targets Keenan Allen does through three games. That's second only to Puka Nakua, um, leads the NFL with 32 catches. And now Mike Williams is out of the picture. You know, he leaves behind 8.7 targets per game. I'm not sure how much bigger Keenan Allen's role can get, but I don't, don't think it's going to shrink much, if at all. Um, he also has a good matchup against uh, Vegas there. The Raiders are 29th in pass defense DVOA.
0: Yeah. And I'm not sure that there's such a thing as a bad matchup for Keenan Allen in his role and yeah. his offense right now. And I agree that the price is just not correct yet. I mean, he should be up in that nine K range with um, Tyree kill, Justin Jefferson up top, at least like in the middle of the eight K with yeah. Stefan Diggs and Devonte Adams. So yeah, I agree. You just keep playing him at least until that salary gets Right. I think that if you are to choose between Josh Palmer and Quentin Johnston, I would rather go with the rookie because you do get a little bit of salary savings there. I do expect Josh Palmer to be on the field more than Quentin Johnston. But if you give them, if you give Josh Palmer, Mike Williams playing time and then give Quentin Johnston, Josh Palmer's playing time to this point and then apply the targets per route that each of them has had through three games They get the same number of targets. So if I am guessing that they both get the same number of targets in this game, I like Quentin Johnston's upside on those targets. I I think that you can avoid both of them and just not um, worry about it because I don't think that either one is, I don't know, has a great chance of being a guy that you needed to have this week. But for me, I'm shooting upside here and and aiming for Quentin
1: Johnson. I hope you're right, because I'm going to have a lot of Quentin Johnson in tournaments, I think, at that price tag. And right now, we have him at just 4% projected ownership. I mean, if that holds, I think any receiver getting a bunch of playing time in that Chargers offense right now at 3,700 at 4% ownership is is worth a shot in tournaments. And we know Quentin Johnson has the big play upside.
0: Yeah, that's the other factor here, too, is Josh Palmer's ownership projection is not at a level where you're like, oh, I'm going to fade him because too many people have him. But... If you compare it to Quentin Johnston and he's about twice as often owned as Quentin Johnston, take a shot on a guy when I don't know what their target shares are going to be. We're all guessing who else do you like a tournament wide out? Uh, I think maybe a guy that we already yeah. alluded to back at QB. Yeah.
1: I mean, T Higgins and, We've already seen it this year. He scored 28.9 DraftKings points in week two. It's just, you know, he's coming off another dud. It was in a primetime game. So, you know, more people watched it than, you know, would have happened if it was, you know, 1 p.m. on a Sunday. Uh, So it's going to keep his ownership down. He's projected for just 5% ownership. All the usage has been there for T. Higgins that the routes, he has a 23% target share. He's seventh among all wide receivers in air yards. You know, he's even leading Jamar Chase in air yards. So he's getting the downfield looks. And again, this Titans matchup, it really doesn't get much better four wide receivers. So I think um, T Higgins is just an excellent, excellent tournament play.
0: As you said earlier, you can play him with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. It's not like you have to say, well, I, I only want to play one Bengals receiver. So if I play him, it means I can't play Jamar Chase. He can be the differentiator in your Burrow and Jamar Chase lineup as well, because if Joe Burrow hits the way that he needs to, to win you big money in a tournament, he's probably bringing both of these wideouts with him, unless there's, you know, some surprise performance by an extra piece. But I agree with T Higgins this week.
1: Yeah. And I'll, I'll be playing Higgins and even chase in tournament lineups without Joe Burrow. Cause I mean, we've already seen it, right? Higgins went off in week two without Burrow having a big game. Chase went off in week three without Burrow having a big game. So even as one off pieces, I think both the Bengals wide receivers are are good plays in tournaments. Yeah, and I I
0: mean, I think that both of these guys even make for good plays in your season-long lineups this week. There's obviously still some risk to Joe Burrow nursing the calf and not being full Joe Burrow, but he's gotten better enough, and the matchup is so good this week that both of these wideouts carry lots of upside into this game. Jared has separate articles outlining picks for cash games and tournament lineups on DraftShirex.com every week for DraftKings. Check those out. Uh, when they come out, you'll get more explanation, plus more players beyond what Jared's laying out at each position on this particular show. Tight end, we've got Pat Fryermuth at 3400 leading the way in our DK dollars per point rankings. He also carries more than double the projected ownership of any other tight end on the main slate right now. Of course, it's worth noting that this main slate has no Sam Laporta, no Travis Swift, no Darren Waller, no Evan Ingram. And fortunately for you,
1: Jared, no Kyle Pitts. yeah that's right Um, who freaking cares a tight end just you know just play whoever I am going to play Pratt Fryermuth he's pretty easily our top value it's been a disappointing start for Fryermuth he is coming off a three-catch, 41-yard, one-touchdown game last week. Saw a 16% target share last week. So, you know, if he can maintain that type of target share, the, the pass routes have been fine the last two weeks. And his his price is down 700 bucks from where it was in week one. So, like, his slow start is factored into the price tag. So, I'm just going to, you know, take Fryermuth, get the cheap tight end. If he can give me seven points, I'll be happy. That'll probably be good enough in cash. I do think the
0: field is way too sure about Fryermuth this week. He's got to be a fade in tournament lineups, right?
1: Oh. Yeah, for sure. So who do
0: you like for a tournament tight end?
1: I want all the George Kittle this week. And we'll we'll see how these 49ers wide receivers shake out. It does look like Brandon Ayuk is trending towards returning this week. But Debo Samuel looks iffy with rib and knee injuries. Jawan Jennings has not practiced yet this week with a shin injury. And I mean, we saw it again last week. Anytime any one of Kittle, Debo, and Ayuk are out, the other two just become so much better fantasy plays because this Already condensed offense gets even more condensed, right? Like I out last week, you knew you knew Kittle was a good bet for volume, and that, that's all he needs. I mean, the argument against Kittle is always, you know, he's just not a great volume bet at this price tag or at his ADP in drafts. But if, you know, if those wide receivers aren't at 100%, I just think Kittle is a much better volume bet. And again, he's in this excellent matchup against Arizona. The Niners have the highest implied total of the week.
0: Just a good spot to have really any 49er in your lineup. Who are your flex favorites for week four?
1: Yeah. So as usual, it's going to be a running back in cash. You mentioned Miles Sanders, who I think we have as our second best value at running back. I am going to play him in cash. Miles Sanders is 15th among running backs and carries through three weeks. He leads all running backs and targets through three weeks. He's seventh in expected PPR points and gets a positive matchup against the Vikings. So I think he's a, he's a strong play in cash at your flex spot. What about wideouts for tournament? I like Marvin Mims. We talked about the Broncos wide receivers, but I just think, I mean, kind of like Joe Burry, you just, you just want to get ahead of it, right? Like one of these weeks, Denver has to make him their clear third wide receiver. And, you know, maybe it happens this week coming off an embarrassing loss. The matchup's there against Chicago. Mims is 3900 bucks on DraftKings. So I think, you know, Mims and Quentin Johnson, these, these two rookies who, you know, really should be in expanded roles this week, um, make good tournament flyers at their price tags.
0: Did catch a clip from Cecil Lammy, who is a close follower of the Broncos, alluding to saying he couldn't actually share what he saw in practice, but <laughs> alluding to um, Marvin Mims having Role shift on offense this week. So you like hearing that. Defenses for week four. I was surprised at how low. Denver came in both in our dollars per point and projected ownership and I think both are likely because they're relatively expensive versus other defenses and what they've done to this point it makes me want to lean away from them rather you know we talked about them as a top streaming option you would think that they're attractive Mm -hmm. and they still have upside but I think I'd probably lean away from them here what about you on defense
1: yeah I, I definitely would not pay up for Denver at 3,700 in cash. The price tag, keeping the ownership down in tournaments makes them more interesting. For me, it's always tough to spend that much on a defense, but I I do think there's obviously upside in this Bears matchup. It's the Browns pretty easily for me in cash at $2,800. I mean, they've just, by a lot of metrics, they've been the best real life defense through three weeks they scored nine, seven and 12 DraftKings points. so You can't beat the price and you got to like
0: uh, top performing defense at a good price in, you know, a matchup with Baltimore that has some downside, but also some upside. I mean, the Ravens offense hasn't been amazing so far. There is some turnover potential and, you know, it just it's easier to bet on a
1: sub three K defense that's been playing well against everybody. Yeah, the Ravens have the fifth lowest implied total on the week, so you know, there, there's issues with that offense, and uh, Vegas is obviously buying into the Bronze defense. If
0: you're ready to play week four on DraftKings, start your play by visiting draftsharks.com. There you'll find our DFS tools along with Jared's cash game and tournament articles for DK. And if you win big, let us know. Tweet at us at DraftSharks, jump into the DraftSharks Discord, let us know. We'd love to celebrate it with you. Now, let's go win this week.